This is Gemara in Gittin and Daf Samoch Zayin, and we pick it up in the bottom of Samoch Vav Amid Beis. We're approximately twelve lines from the bottom. First word in line is Chadita Ve'isviralon, and really this is a continuation of the Gemara from the top of the Amid. We'll just scroll up for a moment as we're trying to figure out what exactly was the suffix of Shmuel. The Gemara began with a statement by Rav Yirmir Be'avo that he sent from the Be'er of Shmuel, the Yalandinu Rabbeinu, that if someone told to two people, Kisvu Tunugelishti, and he told the cipher, the Kasu, and they signed it, what is the din? Shmuel said, Tetzev Adavar Tzarich Talmud. And the big question is, Maya Adavar Tzarich Talmud, what exactly was this suffix of Shmuel? That's what we've been trying to figure out. So we finished off by saying that we're dealing with a Beidina Chadita that doesn't know how to sign their name. On that, ask, <clears throat> on that, ask the Gemara, have you done? If you're going to tell me that in the case when he told him to write, what does that mean? That means that there are signatures. But, the actual get is kosher. Why? Because it was written by a kosher or cipher. Says the Gemara, but if that's true, literally words are not given over to Ashliach. So why would Shmuel say, why would Shmuel have thought that this should, case should be any different? Why would Shmuel have thought that the Shliach of the husband would have the power to give over and appoint a cipher to write the get. We know that Shmuel holds that mili lomims are in the shliach. You can't give over the power to someone else. Answers the Gemara Amri Isivir Londika Saivu. Ksavi Adam nu. If you hold that Saivu means Ksavi Adam, Amru. Then when the Ksav get the writing of the get, it's as if the husband told the Shliach, Imru, tell someone else to write the get. Meaning, when do we say the Mili Lomim Saran Shliach is not when it was explicit. But if the husband says, go and get a cipher, that's the Chiddush, the Gemara is being the Chiddush, that will be different. And the Gemara articulates this indeed that that in such a scenario when he's told explicitly to tell someone else to write the get, then the case would be different and it would work to transfer the power to write the get in such a scenario. Ask the Gemara, is this true? Me, Maider Rav Seven lines to the bottom, Bomber Imru. To Rav Yaisi really admit in such a case, but tonight we learned to the Mishnah. Ksava cipher, Veid, Kosher. We learned that if the get has the writing of the cipher and has Adim, then it is Kosher. Ve'omar Rav Yirmiyan explaining what this Mishnah meant. Says Rav Yirmiyan, Ksav, Ksam cipher Shaninu. We're talking about where the cipher signed it. Ve'omar Rav Chista, Masnisa Nani, Rav Yaisi, Da'omar, Mili Loi, Memsar, and Lishliach. So we see that even in a scenario, explains the Gemara, because so far, excuse me, so far we don't know why is this shver, 
Because it just says, we know that's what Shmuel holds. But why does this show us that even in the case of Amr Imru, even when he's told explicitly, says the Gemara, if you're going to tell me, if you're going to tell me, in this case, destruction could come. Why? Because at times, the husband's going to tell two people as we turn over to Samach Zayin What's Azri going to tell the two people? Amru le Seifer. Tell the Seifer of Yechtu and he should write it. Uplaini, Uplaini. And the Plaini, excuse me, Uplaini, Uplaini, mi Vyachtimu. And these two people should sign it. Because of the embarrassment of the Seifer, but the Shliach is going to be nervous to insult the Seifer. So what's he going to do? He's going to have one of those two people sign, Saadi, the cipher Ba'adayu, and the cipher will sign together with him. And the problem is, It's a bit of a long-winded question, but proves the Gemara that clearly Shmuel cannot be admitting in this case of Amr Imru, because if he admitted in the case of Amr Imru, we could come out to have a disaster that in this case, that what's going to happen? They're going to feel bad. They're going to have to say for one of the Edom sign. That's not what the husband actually said. Explains the Gemara, no problem. Since Mar said, since Rav is quoted by Ravuna said, this is kosher, but you should not do this. Therefore, it's not going to be common. And therefore, we don't have to worry about such a such a case. Says the Gemara, one second. Maybe he told two people to tell the Sefer and write it. And you two sign it. And what's he going to go and do? But because the guy is nervous that the Sefer is going to be embarrassed. Why wasn't I asked to sign? The same issue that he's going to have the Sefer signed with one of the Edim. That's not indeed what the husband said. Answers the Gemara Amri Anami Kasher Veloi Sasehu. This also is a case where they get his Kasher, but the Rabbanan said they should not do it, especially in the Rabbanan, and therefore we don't have to be worried about this as well. But now, um, comments the Gemara Hani Chlaman This din. Whether we allow people to actually act upon it is a debated point. If you hold kosher v'lo then great. Alamandamar, but it's mandamar that old kosher v'lo'isas, that he's actually allowed to do a Michael and Meimar. Ella, finally, the Gemara concludes, Rav Yaisi, Tarti, Amar. Rav Yaisi is saying, in them both cases, the cat is apostle, Shmuel, Savalai, the whole issue arose because we thought that Shmuel went all the way with Rabbi Yaisi. He says the Gemara, nothing doing. Gufa says the Gemara, let's dive a little bit deeper and something we just said. Amr Shmuel, Amr Rabbi, Halachik, Shmuel gave over the din in the name of Rabbi that Mili are not given over to Shliach. Amr the fun of Shimon Berebi, Sir Shimon Berebi says over in front of him, We know that this Rabbi Yaisi is not a simple point. There are mayor, as well as Chanina, arguing Rabbi Yaisi, 
Ma'ra Rabbi Loimer Lach Graviesi. So the Maisa, why is he sticking that the Lach is like Graviesi? Amar Lai responded, Shtaik Benishtaik. Lai Rai is as Graviesi that you did not see Graviesi. El Mali Ritai. If you would have seen him, you would have known Nimaiku Imai. The Rav Yaisi always has a line that we find throughout Jas. Rav Yaisi has Nimaiku Imai. Rav Yaisi is always assumed that he has a clear explanation to everything that he says. Detanya, like we learned in a Brice, he would tell over the praise of the Chacham and Rameir was a Chacham Vesaifer. Rav Yudu was a Chacham Lachshayirte. Rav Tarfu was a Galshal Gaizim, literally a pile of nuts. Rav Yishma was Chanos. Miyuzenes was a store that could always provide. Rav Akiva was Reitzer Blum, was a storehouse that was full of everything. Yechem Nuri was a kupas, Rechaylim was a, a, a spice box of a peddler. Rav Lazbin Azariah was kupas shalbasam, excuse me, kupas shalbasam, this is the spice box. Mish Rav Lazbin Yaakov is kavanaki. And Rav Yaisi, na maiku imai. That's the line that we're looking for, that Rav Yaisi is assumed that he always has the reasons with him. Finally, we just wrap up the Raiser of Shimon Toicha and Harbi. He ground a lot of Mighty Kimba, meaning he refined everything until he got to the very end, the truth of the matter. Tana, Tana Mishkach, Tana Mishkach Kimba. What does this mean that he ground a lot and he only took out a little bit? Some said that he forgot a little bit. Mishkach Kimba, Masha Mighty, Eina Mighty El Asubin. He only got out the bad stuff. There were only one dot, the cream of the cream of Rav Akiva. So even obviously this was godless, but it was only one little bit. You can imagine what Rav Akiva was. And Gufa continues the Gemara, five, 15 lines to the bottom. First one, learn on the line is Shal Rav Akiva. Tell people to tell the Sefer Vichtaiv, they shall write the get. Pliny, O Pliny, Vichtamu, and these two people should aid him. Amaravuna, Marav, it is kosher, however, Vloisas and Zaisbi Israel, one should not do this. Amle, Ulu, Rav Nachlin says, Ulu, Rav Nachlin, Ramila, Rav Nachlin, the Ula, Meachar, de kosher, Amai, Vloisas and Zaisbi Israel. This is probably a question that was bothering a lot of people at the beginning of this year today. That we kept quoting this line that it's kosher, but Vloisas and Dover. So the Gemara articulates, what exactly does this mean? If it's kosher, it's kosher. If it's leisaz, it's leisaz, it's leisaz, it's leisaz. It's kosher, but don't do it. So finally, the Gemara explains, Amar Lei, Chayshinan Shema Tizchar Edim. You know why leisaz, it's Because we're afraid that the wife might hire witnesses to basically pull off a sham. To tell a cipher that the husband sent him, tell the Edom to sign, and therefore we're nervous that this whole story is going to happen. Says the Gemara, Do we really suspect this? I'll stay, Mekach. Anytime we have Edom that are signed on a, a field as a sale, we're never concerned that maybe someone hired false witnesses. So why all of a sudden over here are we worried? Says the Gemara, Dibura Ka'amri. You're right. Witnesses might not actually testify falsely. So if that's your concern, it's true. But Dibura Ka'amri, they might say false words. What does that mean? They might go listen to the husband and be the agent to hire 
false witnesses. So that's what we have to contend with, the fact that they might have bad words. That's not viewed, which of course it's really the same thing, but that's not viewed as such a crime in the eyes of the witnesses. Continues the Gemara, six lines from the bottom. So it tells two people, tell a saver to write a get, and you too are going to be the ones to sign it. Rav Chista Amar Kashav Leisasi, you shouldn't do it. Rav Chana Amar Kashav Isasi. Rav Nachman Amar Kashav Leisasi. Rav Shishas Amar Kashav Isasi. Rav Amar Kashav Leisasi. Rav Shishas Amar Kashav Isasi. An entire list of different Amarayim. Some said it's kosher, and you could actually act this way, and some said it's kosher, but you should not act this way. And some switch the final two opinions, the opinions of Rabbah and Rav Yaisi. And we finish up over here, wrapping up the parak, the two dots on Tzabach Zayin Mebei, says the Gemara. Amrullah Asara Kisu Get, a line that we read in the very beginning of the Misachta. So it tells two people to write the Get for him. What is the status? Says the Gemara, Tan Rabbah Namrullah Asara Kisu Get. One writes for all of them, Kulchem, Kasaivu, but if you told them all to write it, then one has to actually write it in the, in the presence of all of them. If someone says to take this get to wife, then one brings it, for all of them. But if you said, but if you told all of them to bring it, then Echad Meilich v'maimad kulam. So the difference here is that when he directs them, Davka kulam, you all have to do it. Then the halacha is indeed he has to do it b'maimad kulam in front of all them. Whereas if he says to do it, then it's not b'maimad kulam. See, by Eloho and with this we wrap up the parak mana aisan mahu. What's the halacha? If he told an entire group to write it, what's the date? I mean, does he mean for each and every one of them? Or does he mean from one of all of them? This is sort of like a case in between the Kulchem and in between when he just told the whole group. So Ravuna Amar Mana Einoike Kulchem Rav Yechla Mishim Rav Lazar Demin Roima Amar Mana Harehuke Kulchem So we have a Machlaikas whether Mana is Kilkulchem or not. Amar Papa. Says is no One is when he's it's listed all the people. One is when he listed only some of the people. If you listed all of them, then they all have to do it. If not, then only some of them have to do it. Some say this way, meaning says the Gemara, it's not clear which is which. Some say that if the husband said the entire group, then only two have to sign, because then those two are acting on behalf of the whole group, as Rav Huna said. But if he only said some of the members, then whichever ones he said has to sign. And some say the other way. And we wrap up. Rav Yehuda was metakin, and again, they all have to sign. Says Rav Yehuda. That... A get that was given in front of a group of people where he said either kulchem. Then what should he write? He should write in the get kesayvu, 
The husband told us to write, Either all of you or any one of you. He told us to sign. Or he told us, excuse me, or he told us to deliver the get. Or any one of you. Again, basically he makes that all potential options are included inside the sale. Says the Gemara, Amarava is in the Gaza Libure. But why don't we worry that they might cut off the star? That he might cut the words. And we're going to be missing the one of you. Vasilev Sulein is going to have to pass all the get. Because it's not nice and not going to have everyone on the get. And they're going to think it's a get of Kulchem, which you need all of them. Amar Loho, Amar Rava, Kisaivu. The husband said, write a get, any one of you, meaning he wouldn't put in the word, kulchem, he wouldn't put in the word, um, he wouldn't, he wouldn't put in that word, because then we don't have to be worried that he would cut it off. If there was a word of kolchem, then there's a concern that what might happen. Says Rava, we have to be worried that he might cut off part of the get. And we're going to come to think that the get is possible. So rather, Rava says, what should the Sefer write? He should write that the husband said, write to get any one of you, sign it to get one of you, or give it to get any one of you. We should do, as always, an incredible Chazara on the sixth parak of Gitin. And with that, we dive straight into the seventh parak, which, as you see, begins with a bit of a interesting word. It just jumps right out at you. Misha'i Chazoi Kardaikis. Someone that was seized by Kardaikis. What is this Kardaikis? Vamar Kizu Galishin. He says, Ready to give my wife. Loi Amar Klum. So what's Kardaikis? Rashi right away says it is the name of a shade. Shade Mashaletis Kishashay You have a lot of fresh wine. What happens? You have this shade that could grab hold of you. So the shade grabs hold of him and he says, Right again for my wife. Says the Mishnah, it is meaningless. Omar, if he says, ishti, and then and then the latter words are meaningless. Basically, the point over here being that we don't have to be worried in a scenario once he's under the spell of the shade. Nishtatek. If he can't talk and he nods his head, three times. Then we do give it. And the Gemara begins with Avi's Kasha. My Kordaikis says the Gemara. Amar Shmuel says, Shmuel, you know what this entity, this Kordaikis, the Rashi already began by teaching us in some sort of shade. Kordaikis is being overcome by new wine, fresh from the wine press. Says the Gemara, if that is true, why doesn't it just say someone that was literally bitten, or drawn after, new wine? Why is it called Kordaikis? Says the Gemara, the Ravcha, Kordaikis Shema, that this spirit, this shade that overcomes people that had this type of, too much of this type of wine is called Kordaikis. Says the Gemara, who cares? 
What's the difference? Explains the Gemara Likimia. You want to ride? You want to? You want to write an amulet? You want to write a Kimia? Then you need to know what to write. You need to know the name of the shade. Says the Gemara Mayasute. What is the cure? Bisra sumka gamra v'chamra marka. The cure is lean meat on broiled on coals on watered down wine. Says the Gemara, once we're on the topic of one disease, Amr Abayah, Amr Li'im, my mother taught me, we know that when Abayah says Amr Li'im, it's referring to the person that raised him, a certain, uh, a certain noble woman that taught, taught Abayah these different remedies. And these are Gemaras that we have all over, and we just remind yourself before we embark on these lengthy Haggadotas, that of course, that which the Gemara means could always be taken at a literal level, could be taken a little bit of a deeper level, but let's at least understand it at some level. L'shimsha for heat stroke, pas kuza demayo. On the first day, we have to have a cup of water. Pas a two-day-old heat stroke, what do you need? Sikura, bloodletting. A three-day strike, then what? Like we said a moment ago, then you need to lean meat broiled on the coals and boil down wine. But let's say it was more than three days, it was extended heat stroke, then this is where things are going to get wild. Bring a black hand and rip open this black hand lengthwise and crosswise. Shave the middle of the patient's head, who has this extended heat stroke. Place the chicken on it. And leave the chicken on his head until the chicken sticks to this patient's head. Let him go down and stand in water. Water up until his neck, until he feels faint. And then he should swim, come up from the water, and sit until he recovers. So again, ripping open the black hand, put it, shave the patient's head, put it on the head, it gets stuck, go in water and go for a swim. And if you can't do this, what do you do? Pull out the leak. Then go down and stand in the water until his neck, until again he feels faint. So a similar thing, this is just after eating leek, swim, come up, and sit until he recovers. bisra sumki For three-day-old heat stroke, bisra sumki marka. As we saw a moment ago, what do you do? The lean meat broiled on the coals and the water down wine. Says the Gemara, litalga, if he has some sort of chills, what do you do? Then bisra shemena. Then you need some fatty meat that is agamre v'chamra chaya, broiled and coals, and drink fresh, undiluted wine. So diseases we just dealt with is a one, two, three extended day heat stroke, followed by a disease brought on by the chills. Perhaps it's referring to fever ex- being exposed to the cold. Continues the Gemara about 20 lines into this parak. First of all, line is Bisra Shemena. 
Rav Amram Chasida tells the Gemara a story. Kavi Mitzayrin lay Beirish Kluso when Beirish Kluso was harassing him. Havi Magni lay Atalga. He was. They made him sleep on the snow. Lamachar Amr lay. The next day they said to him, "My Nichle Lamar, what exactly would you like to lay to lay that we can bring to you?" Amar. So he would respond. Honey, called Amina Luchum Epech Havchei. These people, whatever they tell them, they do the opposite. Therefore, what do you tell him? He told him, I want lean meat, I want lean meat on broiled coals and watered down wine. So, of course, what do they bring him? The opposite, fatty meat, an undiluted wine. Again, we're seeing a proof to the remedy that we just saw that for these chills, for this fever, for being exposed to cold, it's not lean meat on undiluted wine, but it's fatty meat on fresh wine. Continues the Gemara, Shema Yalta. Yalta, the wife of Nachman, heard about how much Rav Amram was suffering. So she brought him to a bathhouse. And he had him sit in the hot bath waters. Until the bath waters changed, it looked like blood due to all the sweat. The Rav Amram sweated out, and his flesh, flesh was covered with round blotches. This is, uh, you know, sweating out of fever. Rav Yosef, when Rav Yosef had a fever, what would he do? He would, he would return the mill, he would cause himself to sweat a lot. Again, these are actually remedies that we know actually work. Rav Bikshura would carry beams. Amar and Rav Shish would say, G'daylam b'lacha shemichamemes es bailah. It warms up the person. So again, different ways to get rid of a fever, causing one to sweat it out. Continues the Gemara, once we're on the topic of the Reish Kalusa, Amar Reish Kalusa, Rav Shish. The Reish Kalusa said to Rav Shish, Ma'i ta'ima lo'isayid lan ma'ar gabon. Why haven't you come to us in a while? Amar le'i, Rav Shish said, T'lo ma'ali avdi. Because your avadim, your avdi, are not good people. The chashidi ever minachai. Why? I suspect that they serve me ever minachai limbs from live animals. They cut off the limb. Amrle mi emar. Who says? Amrle hashda mechavina lecha. I'm going to show you that it's true. Amrle shami zol ganav. So Rav Shisha said to his attendants, "Zol ganav aitili chada kare mechav mechavta." Go and bring one piece of an animal that the Rish Kalusa servants are preparing. And I'm going to prove to you, says Rav Sheshes, that the servants of the Rish Kalusa are up to no good. So I see lay. So the attendant went and he brought him a piece of the animal. Amr lo. So Rav Sheshes said, Show me all the different cuts of the meat. So they brought the cuts, three legs, and put it in front of Osivu Kame in front of Rav Sheshis. What's going on over here? Why are there only three legs? Most animals have four. So what do they do? The, ser- the servant went and said, Hey, what's going on? And they ran outside. They cut a leg off an animal, and Osivu Kame, they brought it in front of him. So now Rav Shesha said to his servant, Pull out the one that you stole. He put it out. Now it's a five-legged animal. 
So Amr Leverish, so basically, so what do we see? Rav Shesha has just caught them in their lie. Rav Shesha has just created a situation that the servants felt the pressure, and they went and cut a leg off an animal. So Rav Shesha has proved to the Rach Galusa that the servants were serving every Menachai. So Amr Lay, and with this we conclude, Rav Galusa said to Rav Shesha, Iachi, if it is true, Levdi Kamei, the Marv So let's go. You prepare the food, and we'll eat together. The Rish Kluso wanted to spend time with Rav Sheshes. Amr Lei, Rav Sheshes said, L'chaim, no problem. Karivu, taka kamayu. So Rish Kluso's servants brought a table in front of them. Vaisi kamei, bisra, vaisivu kamei. And they brought meat before Rav Sheshes. Vaisivu kamei, rista dechanka chamta. They placed for Rav Sheshes a portion that can choke one who doesn't look at it. Kashishah. Rav Sheshes touched the meat and saw that there was a bone inside of it. The Rish Kulsa servants trying to choke him up. So he took it. And what did he do? He wrapped it in his scarf. So the Rish Kulsa servants want to know what's going on. Why did Rav Sheshes wrap it up? After they ate Amrule, they told him as we turn over to Samachasim And the truth is, you know what? I know we're in the middle of a story, but the story goes all the way down to Aleph. So a little bit of a cliffhanger. We're going to stop over here. We'll reread the end of this story, Mitzvah Shem, in the next year. B'siyata Vishmaya.